Hey there, you're listening to the Faith and Family Podcast with Travis and Whitney Jackson. Every week, we will encourage the family to get closer to God and each other. We want to discuss faith, family, culture, and Jesus. We hope you'll feel like you're hanging out with us and our crazy crew. Don't hesitate to say hi. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome to our Faith and Family Podcast. podcast. Hey, <laughs> Travis and Whitney here. Yeah. And listen, this podcast is all about trying to help you uh, get closer to God, get your family closer to God, have a great marriage. Uh, that's what we're working on every yeah. single day. So we're right there with you. But we're so glad you're tuning in. As you can see, today we have two special guests, our friends, Wally and Ayo Alasunde. Uh, we love them. They're yes. amazing. We um, love you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> to you. They, uh, they go to our church uh, by profession. Uh, Wally is a banker. Ayo is a doctor. Wally serves as an elder at our church and also a board member. They have two awesome teenage boys. Who uh, Gabe thinks is their best friend. Now, <laughs> I, I still, I'm still doubting that. I thought I was Gabe's best friend. Too. Right? <laughs> Gabe kind of moves around a little bit. So anyway. He but loves he, your yeah, kids. Yeah, he loves your kids and, and all that. And we just love you guys. And so glad that you're tuning in and hanging out with us today. But uh, yeah, anything y'all want to, to say as we start off? Anything funny going on at the Aula Sunday house? Anything interesting? Happened during quarantine. <laughs> I mean, you know what? First and foremost, I want to say thank you for having us. I mean, I've watched almost all the podcasts and really beautiful. I like the way you guys keep it natural and keep it real. And, and that's, um, that, that's really good. So thank you for, you know, for doing that. Anything you want to say? <laughs> I mean, it, it's been fun at home. Uh-huh. It's been a different season. Yeah. Nothing like we've ever seen before. But we're doing everything we can to make it fun. Yeah. And yeah. to make it productive. I think that's what's important is that, you know, there was a pause button on our lives. Yeah. And we were able just to kind of focus in on what's really important. And I think bringing the fun and bringing the family together is is the best thing that we can do. Yeah. And I mean, just before we get into some questions, it's just been... It's been so weird the last few months. I mean, just with the corona, obviously what's going on in our country racially, but I mean, we're working. You know, y'all are working. Absolutely. Our kids aren't working. Yeah. Our kids aren't <laughs> at school. And so it has been an adjustment, I know, for us mm-hmm. just to figure out life. And, mm-hmm. and we don't know what, what things will bring. Tomorrow will bring. Yeah, coming up, <laughs> but I know we're doing our best and I know you know you guys as well when things uh change you kind of have to roll with the punches yeah that's that's all we can do right we may not be able to dictate the times we certainly cannot actually Mm -hmm. but we can change our response to it yeah Mm -hmm. you know and and that's what we have control over that's what we've been trying to do you know just Mm -hmm. how are we responding to what's going on around yes if you just if you're not intentional about how you respond to what's going on around and you let life dictate to you, then you're going to look back and realize you wasted time. Yeah. yeah. Precious time. That's yeah. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, let's jump in today. You know, uh, one of the reasons I brought you guys on, number one, because y'all are awesome. Uh, <laughs> and just there's a, Well, you know, there's a testimony just with your family, with your kids, and, and that speaks a lot to us personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, y'all have a different perspective than we do for, for several reasons, but we're raising young kids. We have three little kids. Y'all have 
uh, two older boys uh, than we do that are still in school, that are still playing mm-hmm. soccer and, and high school now and, and doing different stuff, but also just with what's going on in our country. Obviously, with George Floyd 10 days ago, two weeks ago, his horrible death at the hands of, uh, of that police officer, uh, the protests that are going on, the riots that are happening right now. And so my first question to you guys is this, how are you navigating this season of life that you're in right now uh, as parents? How are you navigating this with your kids? What are you telling your kids about what's happening? I think, you know, whatever we've been telling our kids since that 10 days ago, mm. and, um, I think it's really more of a lifestyle. And we just have to be a little bit more intentional because whatever we sow into the lives of our kids, that's what they're always going to bring out. That's good. And one thing I've, um, one thing that we do at home, and one thing, even when Wally was out of town, this is something we've always done. We always spend time studying the Word of God together. That's good. We have a quiet time in the night. That's what's convenient for everybody. The little one has a devotion. The older one, the little one is eleven. That's Thomason, and the older one is 16, and he has his own um, scriptures. So they tell us the scriptures they've read, and then, you know, while he's the um, pastor, he'll always, you know, try to break it down and explain it to them. And so in light of all that's going on, if they already know what the Word of God says about some things, then it really doesn't matter what is going on now. They're still going to respond the way God God has God wants us to respond. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's really the standard for everything. Mm -hmm. So I think the practice that we've already been doing Mm -hmm. just helps them. It's easier for them to even respond in a time like this. That's good. That's that's really beautiful. Uh, Often at times we wait until something bad happens and then we cook up, you know, something that we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, quick fix. But life does not work like that. I mean, whether adults or children, is about consistency. It's about what you do over time. That's what prepares you. I'd say, give you a quick story. The other day, I was driving, and Thomason, who's 11 years old, was uh, sitting behind me. And I was thinking about something. (laughs) And in my thought, I stopped at the stop sign, and I put my hands up like this. I was imagining a Zoom video in my head. So he said, Daddy, have we been stopped by a cop? Oh. I was like, no, son. Oh. <laughs> no, son. That is just playing what's in his mind. Right. And three months ago, he would never have asked that question. Right. No. But now it's like there's a heightened sense of awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's our role to make sure that we help them channel it right, understand yes. things right, in light of the scriptures, yeah. more so than in light of, uh, of our emotions and how they feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, even for us, of course, our, our kids are younger. Our six-year-old, uh, I mean, he's in there. I, I normally don't watch a lot of news. I, yeah. I'm a reader. You know, I'll read the newspaper. I'll read online. And I normally yeah, we don't, don't, yeah, we don't throw in the, the news, news, but yeah. we've had it on just kind of for the several days, just kind of following what's happening. And so... There's really no way around. Uh, you want to shelter your kids. You want your kids to be so far away where they don't even have to deal with this. I mean, I wish we could shelter our kids from everything, mm. but you just can't. You can't. And so, you know, my four-year-old has no idea. I mean, she's doing her own thing, but our <laughs> six-year-old, he's, he's very engaged. Why did that police officer do that? Like, he, he, he's seen part of that video. 
why are these people now, why, are, why is there some people marching? Why are there some of those marchers, you know, throwing stuff? I mean, so he sees that. So that gives us an opportunity, you know, to kind of talk. And, and what we're telling our kids, you know, first of all, with, with George Floyd was, you know, he's an innocent, you know, guy. At least he didn't deserve to die. Well, we, we hadn't got into, you know, uh, all the stuff that's come up through the toxology report and all that. To me, that doesn't matter. He, he didn't doesn't deserve matter. to die. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was murdered. That cop, that's not how he was trained. He did this. And then that opens the door for us to talk about sin, to talk about choices, to talk about these different things. And, and we take the same kind of topic for, for marching. We, we tell, hey, they, they have a right. People have a right to have their voice heard. You know, but people that are throwing stuff or hurting people, that's sin as well. And that's, that's right. bad as well. But it's opened the door for us to be able to talk, you know, about injustice. You know, mm-hmm. uh, our, our kids are so young. I mean, they haven't, mm-hmm. they haven't been to real school where they learn about, you know, slavery. They learn about the past. And yeah. so it's given us an opportunity at their age to kind of speak into it. And to use those as prayer points. You know, we just yes. we want to raise our children to be intercessors and prayer warriors for what's going on around us. And so, I mean, every night we've been praying for America. Every night we've been praying for the injustice. Every night we've been praying for all of these things. And I think that it just opened his mind up like we've got to stand in the gap. And that's what we can do right now. Yeah, and, and we, we care for people that, that are hurting. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that we've tried to get across. But just as a follow-up to that, how do you teach your kids, uh, it seems like what's happening is the powers that be, and when I say that, I mean really the Antichrist spirit is what it is. It seems like they're trying to put us in a box where it's white versus black, it's Republican versus Democrat, and it's like this this parameter that they want everybody to pick a side. How are y'all addressing that with your kids and trying to keep them out of that you know, boxing match, if you will? And that's a very good question. So for Actually, for both of them, the school, where they go to school, it's mostly white, right? And most of their friends, invariably, are white. Mm-hmm. And they get along, you know, with their friends, you know. But we, we, we try to make sure that, one, we don't stand in the way of them having friends from all backgrounds. Because right. that's how we yeah. want them to grow, yeah. you know. But at the same time, we want them to be aware of who they are. So that if somebody makes a comment or something happens, you don't, um, it's not a shock, you know, to them. Mm -hmm. They have a context to interpret whatever, whatever people do. I mean, so like, for example, Tisha, he will go hang out with his friends, good kids, good families. We love him to hang out with them. But his friends like to hang out till like 11, 1130. Mm -hmm. But for him, he has to be back home by 930. And he doesn't understand that. (laughs) And it's kind of hard sometimes for me to be firm and say, you need to be back home. But he's driving, right? If for whatever reason you get stopped by a cop at that late in the night, I don't know how you might respond. And for so many other reasons, we, we try to let them be free, make friends with whomever they love and love them. But at the same time, help them understand that, you know, um, things are not the way we want them to be. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's our job to protect them, mm-hmm. you know, but not shield them from the world because we can't. Mm-hmm. You know, Tisha E is going to, it's um, going to be a senior. Mm. Wow. So if we've been shielding him, 
mm-hmm. it's gonna go to college yeah. by the grace of God by this time next year yeah. we know what mm-hmm. college is going to we're not gonna be there mm-hmm. yeah but we're counting on whatever we've been doing and what we're doing now yeah that you'll be able to take that on and, and start his own life as an adult yeah. you know, we, we, in a way we teach them to celebrate their differences that's good um, the, their, their situation is a little peculiar you know we have an accent um, because we are first time immigrants mm-hmm. they're not you know so and then they're like okay your parents sound different and then they have friends that are black that their parents are you know, not non-immigrants, and they have friends, so their parents are all white, and then they wonder, why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? But then, I think the older they get, um, they understand that, okay, we may be different, but in a way, we get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Because, yes, we have all these differences around us, but at the end of the day, is the love of God that binds us together. That's good. That's good. And then when you teach them that, you be confident in who you are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Be confident in what God has made you to be. Mm-hmm. And then which, wherever you go, if you grow in the things of God, if you do the best you, you, um, you can at school, you know, wherever you find yourself, at the end of the day, the world will come to respect you. So it doesn't matter where you are mm-hmm. or who you hang out with, you don't mm-hmm. see color in anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they understand their differences, but they also understand what keeps them together. And they celebrate yeah. that and, you know, try to be somebody else. And they're confident in who they are. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. I think it's so important to celebrate those differences. And, and you know, you guys did a video the other day with uh, to say, and it was the panel. And Gabe, I mean, that's his heart. I mean, he said, oh, look, there's my best friend. Like, he doesn't <laughs> understand, you know, the world we live in. And I just think it's a beautiful heart to have, you know. And we want to just guard that, that we love everybody. You yeah, know, absolutely. and everyone is our family. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, I was just thinking the other day, just with with Deshay up there, I was like, I don't want it to happen now because you want your kids to be young as long as you can. But, you know, I want to get to the place where, you know, in 10 years, 11 years, like he's formed into that young man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I know y'all are super proud of him just being up there. Yeah. And I think... I think you're going to get out what you put in too. Yeah. And you said that earlier. If, if, if the end result is a young man or a young uh, girl that loves God, knows who they are, you know, helps people, like that's not just going to happen. Like those are seeds that you have to sow Absolutely. every single day. And, and those are practical things that we have to do. And yeah. you have to put in the work, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, if y'all have anything to speak into that, I mean, right now with us, I mean, some days it are, it's hard, you know what I mean? Just trying to get, uh, you know, my son or my daughter to, to get it or to remember. Remember, you got to shut the refrigerator door, Aslan. <laughs> remember, when you're coming inside, we got to close that door. Gabe, you know, be kind to your sister, you yeah. know? So in, any... any Practical any, parents. Or, or, yeah, or any hope for us. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're going to make it. To be intentional. Um, I don't think we, we didn't always do that. Um, yeah, maybe we just say prayer when we go to bed. But the older they got, we realized that we actually had, we had to know the Word of God. Mm-hmm. They don't spend hours in church. They spend two, three hours in church a week. Right. And that's not enough. They spend more time with us. And I realized that yeah. once we teach them what is right, 
then they will not do what is wrong. That's good. Mm-hmm. Instead of telling them, don't do that, don't do that, let's teach, us, let's teach them what is right. That's so and good. you know, half of the time, you know, you don't have teenagers yet, but bless your heart. <laughs> you think they're not listening. You think they're not listening, you know, they give you an attitude. They're like, oh, good, good. You know, they give you one-word answers. You think they're not actually listening, but the fact that you're intentional in doing things like this, you'll be surprised what what comes out of them. And I'll tell you a story, and I, I you know, I'm here, you invited us, so we're going to brag. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Why not? Come on. Yes. That's when we started this podcast, brag <laughs> on our kids. <laughs> so it's funny because this just happened last week, and he actually brought tears to my eyes when my husband told me. I think week or two ago, I sent Tisha to drop something for me in front of a pregnant woman's house. Um, so he did, and she was like, why am I doing this? Why are you giving her food? Why are you doing that? Why are you, you know, just asking me a lot of I questions. I appreciate it. When now, you did he, it to he didn't know this lady. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he had no context to why you're dropping food, cooked yeah. food. Right. Yeah. So I said, so I explained to him, because that's another thing we've learned, and I think while it's better at this, we'll explain to them while we're doing stuff, while I just think, you just do it. I said, do it, and that's it. But it will explain why. And he explained, I explained to him, and he said, oh, she's pregnant, and I just want to drop something for her. And so that was it. He went, you know, he dropped it. She wasn't even there, so he dropped it in front of her house and all that. And so I was at work yesterday, and then she texts me, and she says, thank you for the food she said you brought. And I'm saying to myself, he didn't bring you anything today. If somebody brought you something, um, then it's, maybe it was an angel, you know, somebody else. Yeah. And then while he calls me and said, "Do you know that Tisha he went to help um, well, some people, some another church unload their food truck for a food pantry, and they gave him something." And so he took what they gave him. It was a box of fruit and some milk and whatever it was. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell his dad. He just came home. He washed the milk because it was. I think he fell down or something. I just went to the lady's house and just knocked on her door and gave it to her. Aww. And I said to myself, I would never have thought this boy listens. <laughs> I would never have thought this boy sees what goes on around yeah. him. But then he blessed That's my amazing. heart because it just wow. made me know whatever we're sowing in their lives, mm. whatever they see us do, because it can't just be all talk. Mm. You've mm-hmm. also got to do these things so because they watch us a lot. That's yeah. so they good. They watch what we're doing. They'll say, oh, you know, mommy and dad, they're not going to be ready. They're probably doing something. They're probably praying for somebody down. They watch what we're doing. Yeah, that's right. You know, and so what we're saying unto them and what we're doing, the life will leave most mm-hmm. much what we say. Mm-hmm. And so even though it seems as if half of the time they're not listening or they're arguing and they're talking back at you, just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It. That's I love great. that. You're going to reap definitely what you sow. What right. you put in is going That's to That's great. That's great. You know, if I may mean, just add something to that. Now, Tisha the one that did you know, that random act of kindness. Naturally, he's not like that. Yeah. Okay. When we will go play soccer, did you get water? Yes, mom. How many bottles? I only need one. <laughs> and my wife is awesome. She would say, why don't you get like two, three more in case somebody else needs it? It's like, why can't they just bring their own water? <laughs> and you would argue and argue. Yeah. So to see that transition from the one yeah. that would not want to take a bottle of water yeah. to someone that would think about a 
pregnant woman that you don't even know. Oh, that's great. That's beautiful. That just shows growth. Yeah. Yes. And that makes your heart grow. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, man, that's great. That's amazing. Let's ask. Let's ask uh, one more question, and and we'll just see where this one goes. Um, where is your? What is your best marriage or family uh, advice that you've ever gotten? Maybe from somebody. Maybe when you got married, or maybe right before you guys have kids. And then, what is something you can leave with maybe somebody that's tuning in? First, let's talk about marriage. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been married? It'll be eighteen years in December. Awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to calculate it? <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. That's yeah. What you say, good right? answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Give us give us some marriage advice. Some a, a great tip if y'all could just say one thing to to a marriage right now that's in maybe your stage of the game uh, with kids, uh, what's something good they can take home? Hmm. I'll say, you know what, someone's got to be the peacemaker. Hmm. Someone always has to be the peacemaker because we're all it's two different people coming together as one. Some, you know, the Bible says submit one to another. That's really what it means. Somebody has to be the peacemaker. That's good. And then the other thing is that we like to is when people ask us sometimes and say, oh, that's, can you counsel? And the only way we can counsel is based on the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because outside the Word of God, I don't know how marriage makes sense. Right. I don't know how it makes sense. I don't know how people that don't have Christ actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. But if your, word, if your marriage is based on the principles of the Word of God, knowing that we built it just like Christ laid himself down for the church, and that's the principle of your home, that Christ gave it all, and the husband is supposed to give it all, and the church is like a bride, you're supposed to submit to the husband, then that's actually the foundation of making the home work. That's good. Yeah. So that's, that's something that keeps us, that's something that keeps me, because I remember I always have to change. Right. Um, and usually the prayer is for you to change my Spouse, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> but the more that I've been married, the older I've gotten, I realize that there are things that I have to change. Right. And once I change, it's that love that if there's really anything he has to change, it's that love and that mm-hmm. goodness shown to him that actually makes him change, and that's what makes us stronger. Yeah. That's good. So good. Now, don't ask who the peacemaker is, though. <laughs> <I'll tell you. laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, so there's so many things that over the years have blessed us. You know, one of the things that we like to do, and we'll be doing this even before we got married, is we like to learn. Mm. You know, we always have you know materials of marriage of relationships that we're learning from. You know, because you can never learn too much. That's right. Right. So the more we are surrounding ourselves with what has worked for other people learning how things don't work, mm. you know, and of course we endeavor to, as much as possible, do one of those things, do some of those things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the better our marriage, um, you know, has become, because it's getting better and better as the years, you know, have gone by. One of the things that I remember all the time, um, I think I got this from Jimmy Evans, right? He says that doing the wrong thing and expecting the right result is not going to work. Something right. like that, I paraphrase yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Because there are times that I'm mad at her. Usually, I'm more mad than she is towards <laughs> me. Help me, Lord. <laughs> um, when I'm mad in my head, my head is spinning. Do this, don't do that. What? Don't talk for two minutes. 
you know, shut down for two days and whatever. And what's coming to me in my emotion at that time is if I don't talk for two hours, she'll feel the pain and she'll change. (laughs) (laughs) But the truth of the matter is that's the wrong action. It never produces the right response. Mm. So when I do the wrong thing, even if on the short run, it feels like I got the right answer. I'm actually destroying my marriage. Mm. Yeah. You know, I want to plant a seed that will grow, that will perpetually just bring forth fruit and not get a quick fix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to remind myself that action that you're about to take is that the right thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the right thing? Mm-hmm. So that 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 ministers to me every time I remember it. There's another one that. There was one time we were out on vacation in Dallas and some things that happened. You know, we were going to spend time together because we had been with the kids all day and we got into our hotel room and one of our friends calls her and they were on the phone for a long time and I was furious. I was mad. I was mad as, you know, you know what. (laughs) And in my head, I was, you know, planning what I was going to do, what I was going to say. It's like the Holy Spirit ministered to me that love is not a function of what the other person does. Mm. It's a choice that you have to make regardless of what you're getting back mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just broke me down. Mm. All my calculated plans of mm. how I was going <laughs> to just use my mouth. Yeah. You know, the mouth. Yeah. yeah. You know, that just broke me down. Yeah. yeah. And I just let it go. Yeah. Well, we went to a a marriage retreat with you guys, and you were teaching on the intentionality of um, hanging out with one another, and I believe that Sunday is y'all's day. Yes. And so (laughs) I was just going to ask you just to speak into that and share with the audience just how you protect the time with one another um, to make your marriage stronger. You get those kids away. (laughs) (laughs) You get them grown. (laughs) I think the kids kids right now are even older so they know that you don't come you know my mom and dad especially Sunday afternoons we just spend time together um you don't come knocking knocking on the door just leave them alone you know (laughs) they actually make fun of us now (laughs) so I mean when they were when they were much younger I think one of the things that that helped was that most of the time we have we had somebody else in the house A grandma, the other grandma, an aunt or friend, you know, staying with us. Mm -hmm. So it was always easy to say, hey, go to your grandma. That's good. That's (laughs) good. But now that even if there's nobody around, they've grown to respect that time. Mm -hmm. And um, so we just have to make sure that we're using that time wisely. Yeah. Yeah. If we need to sleep, because we all love to take Sunday afternoon nap after church, yes. we sleep, yeah. you know, watched movies, we yeah. talk, yeah. we yeah. do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that that has been uh, a great strength for mm-hmm. us. Now we want to do more, right? Because mm-hmm. we learned from you guys mm-hmm. at the same retreat and from other people, uh, you know, Date nights. I mean, yeah. we've been hearing that since we started listening to Jimmy Evans. Only God knows yeah. when. I'm not one that likes to eat out. I don't. Yeah. yeah. You must have a, a good cook at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want to be home. Now, she, on the other hand, likes to go out yeah. to restaurants. 
but now I'm learning, right? Yeah. That mm. she likes it. And we go out as families all the time. But now we've been more intentional about it to say, we may not be able to do it every week. If it's once every month, yeah. let's mm-hmm. take time, just the two of us. Yeah. And I, I've not been very good about that, but mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a couple in our small group. Uh, I think it was Travis and Annie Bishop, actually, yeah. you know, and, and we're the same way. With young kids, I mean, it's hard to go out what we would consider a date. But, you know, they mentioned, hey, you know, you go out to your back porch. Yeah. You can just hang they out. They put the so, kids to sleep. Yeah, and so yeah. that's what we've been able to incorporate, and yeah. we've been consistent with that. Like, uh, the date may not be Olive Garden or Roadhouse, mm-hmm. but the date is going to be you and me, What what, and that's what matters. And I think that's so important just for, for those of you that are listening. We, we've said this several times, but the most important thing in our family, obviously it's God, but it's a relationship between Whitney and I. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship between the spouse because you are out of alignment if your kids are your main love and mm-hmm. your main even focus. Now, listen, with young kids, yeah, the time is going to be different, but we have to be good. We have to stay strong. We have yeah. to stay strong, and to stay strong – I mean, you have to spend time together. You have to fuel up. You have to have intimacy together. And I think that's one of the things the enemy tries to do. Yes. If he can come between the husband and the wife, man, the kids are just, it's, it's naturally going to happen. It's just going to be the repercussions of what happened. And so I think that's so good. And, and you know, if you're hearing this today and maybe right now you're, you're struggling in your marriage or with your family, there's a lot of tension. Listen, even if you have a great marriage, there's going to be times that are stressful. Mm-hmm. I mean, money's always a stressor. Jobs can be stressors. You this know, world we live in. The right world now. we live in right now, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's, there's it's uncertainty. Cute. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if you can just say, you know what, we're going to focus on one another, we're going to mm-hmm. focus on our walk with God, we're going to focus on changing what I need to change. I, I can't change her, she can't change me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can complain, which doesn't do anything, <laughs> or, or she can complain. <laughs> But I want God to help my heart. And I think that's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, what you guys are saying is, is yeah, amazing. what an incredible <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I'm just yeah, excited for yeah. the audience to hear I think y'all wisdom. should just do your own podcast. Can you take over? Do you have any follow-up things uh, to, no, to say? No, I just want to say we just appreciate you guys. We honor your marriage. I mean, yeah. you, your lives are so fruitful. And we just look up to you guys so much. Absolutely. And we hope that our kids grow up to be like your kids right. and I think that that's that's yeah. a big compliment yes, <laughs> yes it is. I thank you for saying that mm-hmm. you know a friend of mine sent we posted something on Facebook and tagged me the other day and I really liked it he said it like this that for every you know Newton's law right action and reaction are equal and opposite and he said for every between every action and reaction there's a choice mm-hmm. So we always have a choice to make. That's right. You know, we, we've been in a position to counsel a number of, you know, yeah. couples. And it almost seems like people give up because of the challenges that's going on. Like, we yeah. have no choice. We've grown apart. Mm. No. We're not compatible anymore. But what I love to say is that regardless of where you are, things are great or things are not so good, there's a choice to make. Mm. And if you choose to fight for your home, Mm. your chances of making it are very high. But if you choose to give up, it doesn't matter how much people pray for you, you you're not going to make it. So choose your home, choose God, choose family, choose your children, choose a great future. 
you know? Yeah. So that, that that's uh, yeah something I wanted yeah. to chew. Yeah. yeah, and if something's yeah. together and if it can be pulled apart, it can be pulled back together. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's where God comes in. That's where the Holy Spirit comes mm-hmm. in. And, and, yeah. and just, uh, I'm just feeling now, you know, if you're, if you're on the rocks in your marriage, don't give up. Yeah. Give it Amen. another shot. Yeah. Try again. I'm telling you, God is for you. Amen. You know, we're doing, a, I'm, I'm officiating a wedding here in a couple hours. And one of the things I'm going to say is the commitment that you're making today. The covenant is not just between you and your spouse. The covenant is between y'all two and God. Amen. The covenant has to be between a greater than and a less than. We're equals. Mm-hmm. So the covenant is to God. We're committing mm-hmm. ourselves to you. Listen, if you'll honor that covenant, if you'll do your best, God will see you through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, Thanks amazing. Thank you all so on. much. Thank you. We appreciate um, it. You guys are awesome. Thank you for what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a good example to people around. Well, amen. We really appreciate it. Thank amen. you. And we'll have to get our marriage retreat, get one of those scheduled yes. when yes. Corona is uh, past us, hopefully. And yes. that's why we're trying to attempt to social, social distance, distance Pastor John, <laughs> <laughs> six feet right here. Uh, but I'm actually really looking forward to that. You know, they, there's a couple now that we're very close to them. Yeah. We first met at the couple's retreat. Awesome. And we're really, really close now. That's that's right. awesome. I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. Amen. Why don't you pray with us real yeah. quick? Father God, we just want to thank you because you're good. Thank you because you love us so much. Lord, you want the best for us in every area of our lives and our families. Lord, we thank you, God, for uh, Pastor Travis and and Whitney, for their ministry, for making them a gift to the body of Christ. Lord, we pray for as many as we watch this. Lord, we pray that you will speak to their heart. Every home that is struggling, Lord, we pray for peace. We pray, oh God, that love will grow where it seemed to, to have not. Lord, we pray that we'll all be a reflection of you. Lord, with all the challenges going on around in our nation, Lord, we speak peace. We speak hope. We speak love. Lord, we pray that your church will rise up and be that light that the world will see uh, and be drawn towards our God. Father, we thank you for all that you are and all that you will be to us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless. We'll see you next We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us next week as we continue the conversation. May God bless you and your family.